Crossroad, a so powerful parable by Dana Buck. The king will reply, I tell you the truth, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers of mine, you did for me. Matthew 25, verse 40. How often do we fail to recognize Jesus when he's standing right before us? Crossroad, a so powerful parable by Dana Buck. It's a cool and cloudy afternoon, my schedule free and barren. I don my coat, then grab my keys. I'm off to run an errand. I take familiar roadways to my shopping destination. As Brad Paisley sings, remind me on my favorite country station. And coming to a signal, I adjust my foot of lead, for the green has changed to yellow on its downward course to red. I feel a faint annoyance like a half-distracted mourner when I see what's waiting for me standing there upon the corner. A couple is panhandling as I pull up to the light. I wish it would turn green, my blinker indicating right. One holds a cardboard message. I don't want to read the words, so I just avoid their gaze by watching wires filled with birds. For if I never see them, if their watching eyes are missed, I can go my merry way and just pretend they don't exist. They're moving down the sidewalk. I intently scratch my cheek. As they walk beside the cars, I turn and deftly take a peek. She wears a well-worn jacket, he a tattered pair of jeans. Their sign says that they're hungry. Why won't this blessed light turn green? I could give them each some money, He has holes there in his shoes, but I know they just misuse it and go purchase drugs or booze. I've got granola in the glove box and I think some bottled water. I'm sure they just want money. She's not much older than my daughter. How'd they reach this point of pity, wind up in this poor condition? It's probably the harvest of some very bad decisions. I can't bail out everybody. My old pockets aren't much deeper. Come on, you blasted light. You know I'm not my brother's keeper. Ooh, a sting of conscience. That just made my heart beat faster. I think of words said Sunday from the pulpit by my pastor. He was reading from the Bible how we give or we deprive. Somewhere in the book of Matthew, yes, Matthew 25. All people stand before the Lord. His call will congregate them. And with his holy angels, he begins to separate them. The sheep move to the right, loud hallelujahs in their throats. With trepidation, some go left, a group known only as the goats. The sheep receive a blessing, acclamation from the Lord. Well done, my faithful servants. Now come enter your reward. When I was hungry, thirsty, lonely, sick, you took me in. You actionized my truth, that love will always conquer sin. The sheep stood quite confused. When did we satisfy this mission? We have no memory of finding you in that condition. They saw their Savior smile, and then he made this glad decree. When you did it for the least of these, you did it unto me. The others start to worry and are shuffling their feet. As from the sheep the Lord then turns, and to the goats he speaks. Depart from me, you selfish ones. Depart, and do not linger. 
For when I was in greatest need, you didn't lift a finger. The goats cry out in protest. It's not fair, this thing you do. Yes, we ignored the poor, but didn't know that it was you. Be gone, he says once more, deflecting all their cries and pleas. For you deny my name when you reject the least of these. I'm disturbed now at this memory, feel that something here is wrong. For in truth, I am unsure to which of these I would belong. I sense a bit of panic as my guilt begins to bloat. Oh, Lord Jesus, I'm concerned, for I don't want to be a goat. My reverie is broken by loud honking from behind. The light has changed to green, and I am holding up the line. The couple stands once more upon the corner of the street. This time there's no avoiding it. Our eyes now lock and meet. This moment feels suspended as I dare to see their faces and look into the eyes of what I say my faith embraces. Somehow I know the purpose, what this rare encounter means. It's Jesus in that well-worn coat, rough shoes, and tattered jeans. I am sitting at a crossroad, not a street, but one divine. I decide to swallow pride and ask the Lord, renew my mind. Instead of curt dismissal, they've only got themselves to blame. I could look them in the eye, buy them a meal, and learn their names. As the tempers of the drivers in the rear find their crescendo, I wave them on around, and with a smile, lower my window. Matthew 25, verse 31 through 46, provides powerful imagery of a time to come when the Son of Man comes in glory. The multitudes from all nations stand before him as the angels separate the people from one another. And what is the criteria used for this separation as the angels move the sheep to his right and the goats to his left? Is it fame? Knowledge? Success? Wealth? It's none of these things. It's simply this. Who performed acts of kindness in His name for those in need? Reaching out in love and compassion to people who can never pay us back for our actions brings us close to the heart of God. I would venture to say that the evidence of a life changed by Christ can be measured through the compassion exhibited towards those in need. Our good works alone will never save us or make us eligible for heaven. That can only be achieved through the acceptance of Christ's sacrifice for us on the cross. But God's expectations for our good works, once we have been redeemed, are found throughout Scripture. Our lives are full of crossroads, occasions that impact and define whose we are and what we believe. May the words of Matthew 25, verse 40 be engraved on our hearts. Whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers of mine, you did for me. For me.